Are you an aspiring podcaster who is working toward growing your show with the hope to start earning money from sponsors? Yeah, I was too, and so thankful to come across Podcorn. Nope, I didn't say popcorn, though that does kind of sound good right now. Podcorn connects advertisers with podcasters, so for you, the podcaster, it takes the guessing out of which brands actually want to advertise on a podcast. When you sign up with Podcorn, you are alerted when new sponsorship opportunities become available. The website is very user-friendly, thank goodness. Heck, that's how I got the opportunity for Podcorn to sponsor my show. You are able to scroll through their list of sponsors to find one that would ideally match their brand to your target audience. There are so many to consider. When you find one you are interested in, simply click on the advertiser and let them know how you would like to advertise their product on your podcast and what your fee is, along with the dates you would be placing the advertisement. You really should check out their website at podcorn.com. That's P-O-D-C-O-R-N.com, not popcorn. View available sponsorship opportunities for your podcast today. Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity may contain explicit and objectionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster and are not based on the advice by a licensed therapist. Listener discretion is advised. Human lives follow many paths, presenting twists and turns and choices never planned, never expected. Temptation, anger, depression, loneliness, all can lead a person to a mistake they can't take back. Facing judgment and isolation, a person can feel very alone. These are the voices of women who chose to cheat on their spouses or partners. Hear their stories. This is Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. Welcome to Midweek Ponder on Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. My name is Rebecca, creator and host of the podcast, and I have a fun show today. Normally, you know, we talk about controversial things or whatever on the show, or, you know, I do some research and have some answers for people about friends with benefits, or um, let's see, what else have I done? The What's the attraction from an much older woman and a younger man. However, today we are going to be talking with erotic author M.L. Patterson. He has books um, such as The Taste of His Boss, Jessica's Game One, uh, The Taste of Infidelity, Jessica's Game's prequel, and then coming out on September 12th, The Taste of His Wrath, And then later this winter, he'll have a release of The Taste of Her Truth. And so I met um, ML on Instagram. No, I think actually it was Twitter first. And then we switched over to Instagram chatting. um, Because as you guys know, I um, narrate and produce audiobooks for authors like this. And when I had... um, saw him on there and you know of course what his titles were and what they were about considering the podcast 
I, uh, of course, said, hey, if you ever are going to go audio with these books, please consider me and let me audition for them. I would love to do them. And so we ended up following each other on um, Instagram. And then finally, I've got him roped in here to doing an interview. He is real... um, concerned his family because of the topic he his family is not aware that he writes these books um, and so he has opted to slightly change his voice and so when you're hearing him talk you will be able to tell that it's been um, protected and changed just a little bit so we'll get started welcome thank you so much for joining me on the podcast so ml what are your books really about so you know it's kind of evolved as i've written them i mean i'm so i'm working on this series right now it's called jessica's game and it started out and it was just a story about a woman who is a bit of a sadist also um a cheater and and you know i but it it, it came It came from some personal experience that I had in a relationship where I found this woman very erotic and she was not quite uh, what Jessica is, sort of, I guess, made her larger than life in in fiction, But, but I found things about this person very erotic and there were elements of both the sadistic and uh, and cheating, and so so I thought I was write a story about it. But as I got into it, um, I really wanted to expound on it because it because for me, really, if I, the deeper I go with it, it's really like a love story, and it's not just a love story about um, you know this man's love for Jessica. It's also a story about his love for himself and the way that she mirrors back to him the darker parts of himself that he feels ashamed of. And I find just in myself in that relationship that that was part of the attraction for me is that, you know, there were darker parts of myself that I felt ashamed of and being in a relationship with someone who had that kind of darkness about them was in a strange way, it was liberating and validating, and I felt strangely safe, uh, even though this person was betraying my trust. But there was, there was, for that part of myself that I felt ashamed of, there was a, like a validation and a like just an intimacy and a, a safe place, a strangely safe place in this person who was making a game out of, you know, deceiving and uh, crossing lines and, uh, you know, breaking agreements. And so So this person that you're referring to, this is in your life that you um, kind of developed your character, Jessica, around in a way, correct? Uh-huh. And yeah. so where does the infidelity come into this? Uh, are you talking about in the story with Jessica? Or you know or whatever you know with with, with 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 what would have inspired you to write about her. I mean, you can yeah. share it with your personal life if you feel comfortable. If you don't want to, then uh, don't. Um, but with the story, okay, Jessica and this man, which one of them's married? 
Well, there, so Ron and Jessica are married to each other, and uh, Ron in the story is a kind of a gentler, um, rule-following kind of a guy, mm-hmm. and she is more of a type A go-getter, uh, doesn't really take no for an answer, kind of, and, and has a lot of sense of personal power in her. Um, ability to communicate. She's a salesperson, and so she's very outgoing, and she also feels tremendous power in her sexuality. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and so, in the in the story of the taste of his boss, she is making sales calls, and she's calling on his company, and meets his boss, and chemistry uh, you know sparks fly and she ends up deciding to target its boss as possibly a her next you know victim in seduction okay both okay. for her you know, both for professional reasons to close the sale and also from like the sadistic standpoint in her marriage of cheating on her husband and, okay. and, and doing it in you know with this really taboo situation where she would actually do it with this boss which you know just that's close to home (laughs) yeah yeah so okay so um then you've got this series so currently how many books do you have then in the entire well in so far tell us a little bit about what inspired you to start writing and then continue on making the series Um, well so i've got um i'm i've just finished this so there's a there's a prequel that is kind of a a book that i've provide to folks that subscribe to my mailing list for free and it's called the taste of infidelity and then and it's uh it's in chronologically in the story it's the first story and that one she uh, has an affair it's like her first affair in the marriage with ron and and the taste of his boss of course the story i just told you about the first in the series the second one i just finished it's a much longer book it's a really a deeper dive into their story and it's called the taste of his wrath and in that one ron is uh, coming back to the table but he is he's angry and he uh has a proposition for her she ends up losing her job and is in kind of a vulnerable situation, which is not normal for her. And, and so uh, she reaches out to him and he decides in his anger to use the circumstances and his financial upper hand to um, put her in the position to you know get some vindication and proposes uh, that he pay her and treat her like a prostitute. Uh, to you know mm. do the things sexually that he wants her to do and and he has some you know rather what he feels are deserved considering what she did to him um intense things mm. for her to do so that's that story mm-hmm. and then the one that i'm working on actually right now in fact i have a writing room in my home and i have this big wall where i kind of storyboard out you know, ideas for books, and I've got post-it notes all over the wall about this new book called *The Taste of Her Truth*. <laughs> but the um, and this book, honestly, I have cried <laughs> so many times already just storyboarding this book because it's like getting down into what I 
I think what was really deep down inside of me about this whole story from the beginning, which is it's a love story. I mean, it's it's a story about Mm -hmm. uh, two people who come to an understanding of each other and a love for each other in spite of this just crazy, you know, uh, contentious, dramatic, uh, cheating, you know, cuckolding, sadism and dominance and submission. Mm -hmm. It's kind of all in there. But, um, but anyway, the taste wow. of your truth. Yeah, it's it's it, the, the so the the premise of the book is they are they're on the brink of divorce. Everything's finalized. They both agree we're just going to part ways, and and then Ron gets a letter from an attorney who represents a, a kind of an estranged member of his family, who's uh, leaving them a large sum of money contingent upon that either they are married or if they are separated or divorcing that they go on this retreat <laughs> so they so oh, for the sake okay. of the money they agree to go on this retreat together even though they have every intent of divorcing when it's over and uh so it's like a couple's retreat kind of thing that they're going to go on this island together and sure. you know and, and it's just going to play out but the the gist of it is that they are, you know, going to. I don't want to spoil it, but it's. it's uh, no, yeah, don't spoil it. We have uh-huh. to kind of use our own imagination. Uh-huh. You got to keep that, otherwise, you know, we want people to, uh, right, to go exactly. get those books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it kind of gives us a, a definite. Um, the gist of the story as to where it's heading and it puts them into a situation is it do they want to work it out do they want to work yeah. it out for the right reasons um as opposed to the dollar uh dollar sign so are these then the only type of books that you've been writing are just these is just a series or did you have other books that you had been writing prior to this no this is the first like this for me it. self-published series yeah i just started in february of this year and, Holy I mean, cow, you yeah. got these done. I know, uh, well, you know, it's funny. I mean, and I actually rewrote The Taste of Its Boss three times. I rewrote The Taste of Infidelity like twice. Oh, man. Because I'm really a perfectionist. I just, and I want, you know, I want the books to be, and it's one of the things I get feedback from my readers that are like, You're, there are no mistakes in your books. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm glad that they appreciate that. And at the same time, I feel in comparison to other authors that I know who write in this genre, I mean, a lot of them will turn out books, you know, two a month, like really, really fast. And I just am not that fast. So for me, it feels slow, but, but, um, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to get more efficient, you know, uh, mm-hmm. as a writer. And, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a writer, but to me, going on your fourth book of quality in six months is amazing. I mean, I think that is wild. And as you know, because I've been pestering you about it, I do those audible books myself, recording them. Mm -hmm. And those self-publishers that do come through, if they aren't a perfectionist, it makes it hard because... Yeah. If your readers are catching this, and then here I am trying to narrate, right. I will catch myself going, what does that, what did they mean? <laughs> and I have to change it because the yeah. editing isn't good, you know, all of that stuff. So the fact that you are a perfectionist, you know, I mean, that says a lot. Of, I mean, quality is important. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't want to just throw stuff out there. Otherwise, right. it's just not any good. But if you're putting yeah. all your heart and soul into it. 
Yeah, I mean, it, 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 I think, I think it, at least for me as a reader, because I, I try to read too, it's just distracting. I, and maybe for me, like I, I was, I was raised by a mother who was very particular about grammar, <clears throat> and so. I have a hard time reading anything that's grammatically incorrect. It's just too much of a distraction. I can't even appreciate the story. So, so for that reason. Are you talking about the kinda, there, there, and there? <laughs> <laughs> just, Those types yeah, of things? Any yes. of that stuff. Yeah, it really yeah. can trip me up. So just for the sake of the people reading it, I really try to get it well, right. Was there anything that really surprised you, um, when you that you may have discovered while writing your books? about yeah, yourself um, or or you know i mean was there some sort of a wow moment that you discovered um I, you know i think <clears throat> i guess the two things for me that have been surprising I, I had heard some authors that um not so much authors that i know personally but ones that i kind of read look up to talk about in their writing process that the characters will will take on a life of their own and start to tell you as an author what they want and need and where they should go in the story and when i remember when i first started to read and stuff like that i thought that sounds really hokey <laughs> Just, mm -hmm. but that that really happened for me in this last book i started to just be like like they were they were like they had and i know at least i believe that these characters are all products of some pockets of my subconscious person, but the way that I experience them is very much the way that uh, you know I heard described by these other authors. Is that yeah, they 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 kind of develop enough, um, just enough of their own personality that they they do they start to. You do it in a flow state, and then they just kind of flow into the story in mm -hmm. a way that feels like they're driving it. Mm -hmm. um, and that surprised me that that was a real thing, because I definitely, when I first heard that, uh, thought that sounds, I don't know if I'd buy that. And the other, you know, the other thing has really just been the readers have been... I've just had a handful, I, I mean, I say a handful, I've had a few readers that have just really opened up to the story from a place that I didn't expect them to. Like, I've had a lot of, I've, I've had a few readers who, who who were cheated on and really hurt by it, but wanted to read these books to kind of come at it from a place of seeing where they were in their own journey with the, the, the whole you know thing of infidelity and mm -hmm. and and they've told me that they've enjoyed the books and they found it to be a step in their journey and their own personal healing from being cheated on mm -hmm. to read these books and one woman in particular blows me away with every email that she writes to me about this because she's just like she's like i'll never be able to, to articulate to you how significant it is these books and upcoming into my life and, and what they've meant to me in my journey and so that like that to me is something that was really unexpected uh in writing them i mean i kind of expected because i think infidelity touches a lot of people either by, by them cheating or being cheated on and it's a very emotional intensely uh 
experience for both parties, I think. And I know for me it was. And so, so I, you know, I hoped to touch people that way, but I, I didn't expect an open conversation and I love it. It is, it's, it's probably my favorite thing about doing this is the open conversations that I get to have with some readers about the subject because it's something I like to talk about. I think it's like, let's have a real conversation. That's why I love your podcast. I think it's so cool that you have it. That's because it's, um, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a real topic that right. is, yeah. It's, so. it's not something that you just... You know, go out for drinks or coffee with and say, hey, let's talk about uh, our cheating spouse, you know, yeah, and yeah. and the, what you're saying from um, the woman that wrote to you. And even though she may have been in an opposite situation, she wanted to read that book. I have many listeners who do the same thing with the podcast. They were cheated on or they did. They want to something about it. It's helpful to yep. listen to it and I would think mm-hmm. that they would be turned off by it. And, and a lot of people right. are. But I guess right. it depends on, you know their personality and where they are in their recovery from whatever's happened, that it really, really helps them understand a little bit more. And so when they tell you, like they tell you, doesn't it just feel good to know that you're doing something good and helping somebody? I mean, just that feeling. Yeah, yeah, it really, really does. And, and, you know, I, I think, I think the thing about it that is so cool to me is that like this whole business of whether you're producing a podcast or me producing a book that people read is it's really a dance between you and this person listening or reading and they bring as much to the table as you do you know like you're starting the conversation but they're participating in it and and they bring their own life experience and their own interpretation and their own to it and that adds so much to the whole thing mm-hmm. that that my book and me writing just by itself you know was only half the story really they bring the whole other part of it to it you know and and so so yeah so that was surprising i mean i just had never published before and had readers that talked to me (laughs) about it so i mean i'd written like i wrote in high school for like the literary magazine but there was not this like interact first of all i didn't write about anything that's like really gritty and real but also i just uh I didn't have this kind of interaction with well, people, sure. so it's, it's, yeah, I love and, that part of it. And the fact that you take your time, take the time to respond to them, you know, really touches them and probably helps them more than you realize, too, yeah. um, that yeah. you don't just say, oh, no, I'm too busy for you, but you actually yeah. take that time. So your um, the book, the third book, The Taste of His Wrath, um, is releases... Um, September 12th and where can people find well and I'm going to go ahead and put your website information in my um, episode notes so that everybody you know can click and go directly to but if you want to tell people where they can find your books typically yeah yeah Um, I mean probably the easiest is just to go to Mm mlpattersonbooks.com and it's a real simple one page website it's got all the book covers right there on the home page and they're all links to the books on Amazon, which is the only place I've got them for sale right now. Okay. And, um, yeah. And if they want to, you know. And they're in print and um, on, um, you know, (laughs) e-book. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. But no Audible at this time, yeah. Yeah, no Audible at this time. Uh, 
you know that that I do think is I think probably I don't know I've, I've as you know I the, the by far the most um, fabulous voice in my mind for that is yours so whenever that time comes um, right. Well, yeah. and I'm looking forward to it if that time comes. You know where to find yeah. me, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay, so that one is there. And then the fourth one, which is the fourth and final book, do you think, of the series? I think so. I'm kind of I'm debating about that. I mean, okay. I, I have I have other books in mind. I'm going to kind of make a decision about that one okay. um, when I get closer to finishing it, whether it's the last book or not. It could be and the last one of the series. So that one, it looks like I'd received a notification from, because I follow you on Amazon, um, that it was going to be coming out in December. And then you let me know it was actually about December 15th when that would release. So yeah. four books within less than a year. I think that is amazing. Um, and I'm excited for you. And I, you know, I just, I, you know, looking at your ratings, people have rated you very, very well. And, yeah, um, you know, it's... I mean, and even though, you know, because there have been some people who just really didn't like a cheating book. I had one person who, mm-hmm. you know, I think just hated the subject and and let me know. And uh, and I get it, you know. But, yeah, I mean, in spite of the, the subject matter, I have been very fortunate. And a lot of people really respond positively to the book. Well, and what I'm told constantly by people in my podcast because of that, well, if you're not getting any negative publicity, then, um, well, you need to the more i don't know it's kind of it's such an oxymoron to me though i mean it's like you get negative publicity that means it's good because you're firing people up um but i know sometimes i wish i understand if people don't agree that's fine i'm not here to please everybody i can't please everybody i know from my heart i'm doing good you know from your heart you know these characters are coming from someplace within yourself um but if you don't like it that doesn't mean you have to have you know move on (laughs) don't take time out of your day to tell me how terrible of a person i am go do something good for somebody else you know kind of a thing so well yeah i'm excited to see what your next adventure will be maybe for 2021 um hopefully it's not my life in covid or anything like that oh yeah you know what are you talking about like a book about it yeah as a joke yeah (laughs) i don't think i'm gonna do that i mean i have i actually am reading it's funny i'm reading a book right right now by another author who writes about infidelity and they wrote um a story about being in lockdown and and it's actually pretty good but it was funny to me that they chose to kind of write about that because that's just not i'm not gonna do that well, I asked when I did speak with the Ashley Madison people, I did ask him if they've noticed their numbers went up since people were homebound because they were now forced to be with their spouse that they weren't used to being in, you know, any marriages that might be difficult or something's happening that they said they claimed that there were uh, more people coming to their website as some sort of an outlet um, during this whole, you know, earlier this spring with everybody being locked down. So... Uh-huh. It'll be interesting to see, you know, what yeah. happens from there. So, yeah. well, thank you so much for, for coming oh, on gosh. and, and talking about your books. I'm excited. I'm signed up to, as soon as the third one comes out, I've already pre-ordered it. So that'll be uh, delivered to my Kindle and yeah. um, we'll do well. that for the fourth one. And I've, I already have the first one. I took advantage of your free Sunday and I did get that one. Okay. So, um, or yeah, the whichever one it was recent i'm sorry uh-huh. i don't have my kindle yeah, in front no. of me uh-huh i remember what you're talking about we, i yeah. did like a five-day free on that yeah. First book. yeah 
but I bought the, the this recent one and then I'll buy, be buying the next one. <laughs> so, you know, want to support you and you're supportive. Thank you. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, to my listeners, you know, it's different. He's not encouraging infidelity on this. What he's doing is he's talking about how it happens and um, ultimately through the series, how is the spouse, the husband that was hurt, how is you know, how are they going to work through this on their marriage? And um, so it will be a good read. So I recommend everybody go to mlpattersonbooks.com, right? Yeah, that's right. Is the right website? Everything will be mm-hmm. on the uh, episode notes as well as on my Facebook, um, social media, Twitter, um, just to help get the word out. So um, please take a look and see about getting his books and be supportive. Thank you. Well, that was great, and I really, really appreciate him coming on. And boy, I hope someday he turns those into audio so I have the opportunity to read for him. Also, when you go to his website between the dates of September 19th through the 26th of 2020, he's actually having a sale on his books. So you might want to wait until then so you can get a good deal or if you want to just support go today and go to his website mlpattersonbooks.com thank you guys all for tuning in if uh, you have a story you would like to share with the regular podcast um, and when I say regular I mean the Sunday every other Sunday the ladies stories of why they were unfaithful um, send me an email and if you're a man who has Um, been dealing with infidelity from his wife, girlfriend, partner, and you're interested in submitting your story um, for the Patreon, which is, of course, the little paid subscription that you get all the extra bonus episodes from. Um, It's, what, $3 plus tax a month, so it's not much, um, but it helps me out tremendously. Um, You can submit, you know, for those stories, or if you're a man and you feel like you really want to share your story as to everything that had gone on with your own infidelity, or if you have an interesting topic, um, you know, on our midweek ponder, we always discuss taboo things. But if you have a topic that you feel that we should talk about, send me a message. Um, if you're writing or you're working with something that um, would really be beneficial for some of the listeners to read to, that would be good for the Midweek Ponder episodes. Please, everybody, please, you're welcome to send me an email, rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. Um, you can also visit my website at rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com, where you can actually... Um, listen to episodes you can read my blog you can send me an email all of that and a special thank you to podcorn for sponsoring this episode as well as ml patterson and please check out my episode notes and follow those links uh, for additional information on both of them so until next time and i don't know if you can hear but my dog is actually snoring in the background here (laughs) normally I cut that out but you know why not Um, (laughs) I do appreciate everybody tuning in stay happy stay healthy please with everything that's going on please be kind to one another everybody has their own rights and their own opinions to say and feel how they feel not everybody is right and not everybody is wrong we just have to learn to be open and like I always say seek to understand other people's points of view and always remember For me, especially, 
no judgment. Goodbye.